Hi, everyone. My name is Rose. So <clears throat> I'm going to share with us today um, on a message that I've entitled A Heart of Thanksgiving. Um, so if I was to ask all of us here, I'm sure we all have like our favorite scriptures. So I too have got two, which I call scriptures that have kept me. I don't usually call them my favorite because there's so many of them, but I say they are scriptures that have kept me. So we will read the first one, which uh, is in 1 Thessalonians 5, and it's verse 18. The Bible says, in everything, give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Then the second scripture that I say has kept me is in Romans 8 and verse 28. And the word says there, and we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purposes. So how did I get to have these two scriptures as scriptures that I call uh, scriptures that have kept me, like I say. It has been a journey with the Lord. Um, <clears throat> I did not just get there, but the Lord in his goodness and mercy, um, as we journey, all of us with him, he promises that he never leaves or forsakes us, and that is so. So um, life does, and life did in my life, so there are a lot of um, things that have happened. Mind you, I'm not as young as most of us here. So I've been through stuff in life, some really painful ones, some maybe, yeah. But the truth of the matter is, I, when I was born, when I got born again, somehow I believe that as a child of God, everything should be okay. I mean, pain is for those that don't know God which is wrong, obviously, because the Lord says it in his word in John 16, 33, where the Bible says, these things have I spoken unto you, that in me you shall have peace, in the world you will have tribulation. But then he says, be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. So what happened is, I was wronged just to share one of them without boring you with the, like, like the gory details at some stage in my life. And mind you, I'm a Christian at that time. And so I obviously didn't understand because my life had changed. I was no longer that person that I was before. And so I got angry because I, I didn't expect this to happen. So, um, the good thing that the Lord did for me when I got born again is he gave me two sisters that would pray together, share. The, they had been in Christ longer than myself. So would share and pray together. But this one, the Lord wanted to deal with me personally, not with us and my sisters. So um, it had to be me and God. So the thing is during this time as, I was feeling the pain and, you know, kind of angry at these people or person. I felt like I had the right to be angry because I haven't done anything wrong. So God understands why 
I am really disappointed here. So, you know, it's okay for me to be like that. But I did not stop going to church, though there are times in that journey that I honestly wanted to give up on my faith. But then I realized that I give up on God. Where do I go? Where can I go where I can find this peace that God gives, the love, you know, and the grace of God? So I realized that, no, I better just keep going to church. So I did. I continued going to church. And in church, the word would come. The word would come and challenge me. But I remember on this particular day when a message came and the men of God quoted the scripture in 1 Thessalonians 5.18. When I heard it, I really became uncomfortable. But then I said, oh, that word is for somebody else. Obviously, it can't be for me. So because God understands what I'm going through. So um, anyway, still coming to church and the word coming in different ways and different times, I realized that I cannot run away from this. And I realized and learned that this word is really a command. It is not a suggestion from God. So God commands us to give thanks so I thought, okay, okay, I'll have to try and do this thing. So it wasn't easy, but I had to begin somewhere. I had to do it, though I didn't even feel like doing it. So I started doing that. Okay, God, this is what you say. I will give thanks, though truly I don't understand how or why am I giving thanks. But this is what you command us to do. So I began to do that to thank God whether I felt like it or not. So it is such a blessing, I must say, church, to belong to a church and to be rooted in a church. Because as you continue to attend services and meet up with the brethren, there is an encouragement in hearing someone um, testify on what the Lord has done for them. Because you begin to realize that if God could do it so, for so and so, it means he can do it for me too. So there will be testimonies in the church that would help me to think, oh, okay, so, okay. Oh, you know, like things come, the word comes and you are, oh, okay, oh, okay. So I thought, okay, then Lord, I am going to do what you say. So I did begin, you know, to, to thank God in everything, but it came with, much prayer as well and realizing that I cannot be my own boss anymore. The word of God has to rule and reign in my life. So then I decided, okay, Lord, I am going to try this thing. But it was a sacrifice. I didn't, I didn't really feel like doing it, but it was a sacrifice that, okay, I will praise you, Lord. I began, you know, to do that. And as I did so and believed the word, I had to do it by faith faith in the word of God. So I realized that as I began to do that, my heart actually began to soften and change. And instead of feeling that I had the right to be angry or disappointed in this, my heart melted actually. And I began instead to have compassion for these people and realize that mm, we all make mistakes. I am not perfect. So really at the end of the day, I'm the one who is now asking God to forgive me for carrying a heart like that. But God um, is a good God. He's a, a loving God. 
So by his grace, he began to show me his heart. He began to lead me to scriptures which uh, spoke about thanksgiving and not complaining. I realized there was no way in the Bible that God you know, talks of complaining as if it's a good thing. So you know how the Bible says that um, it is like a mirror where we look at ourselves, we see ourselves in the word. And so I began to think, oh gosh, there's no way here where it looks like God um, agrees with complaining. So, okay, so maybe I need to stop complaining, you know, and just carry on to worship and to thank God. So I began to do that and it's been a journey. I'm not saying I'm there, but it's something that I, I realized that um, when I do that, when I begin to thank God, whether in good or bad times, um, my heart is the one that is changed. And this, this scripture in Romans 8, 28, that says all things, it doesn't say some things, it says all things work together for good. So now these two scriptures, I have to thank God in everything. And then the scripture in Romans 8 says, all things work together for good. So I would say, okay, so if all things work together for good, is it that when something bad comes my way, there's got to be some good that will come out of it? Is that what it means, Lord? You know, so I understood it that way that, yes, Things happen, but there will be some good that will come out of it. So instead, now I would say, Lord, okay, instead I am looking forward to seeing the good that will come out of this situation. So this is the word of God and God does not lie. So I began to say, okay, Lord, so if something bad comes, it's like uh, even overlooking it, <laughs> the bed, and standing on my, on my toes like a little child that's waiting to see what is the good that will come out of this. And this is the grace of God for us, church, that even though we're going through things, I know like right now the time we're living at with all this COVID, there's a lot of things that, it ha that have happened. It could be even in our midst, in our church, there could be people that have lost their jobs, you know, people have lost their loved ones. So am I saying that um, we need to thank God for that? No, I'm saying we thank God for who he is. Though we are in the midst of problems or pain, he is still God and he does not change. His word remains the same. So we thank him in that. Because, you know, when we thank God, <clears throat> excuse me, the Bible says that when you begin to praise him and worship him and thank him, God inhabits the praises of his people. So it means then God comes <clears throat> into that, <clears throat> excuse me, he comes into that situation for him to come and inhabit. I discovered in the Bible about David, that David, uh, the Bible says, he was a man after God's own heart. But when we study the life of David, we realize that David had his own problems. He had his own wrongdoings. He was not perfect. So how does God come to call him a man after his own heart? The Bible tells us that David gave thanks seven times a day. Um, David had a repentant heart. And that is how the Lord would then say, 
that David was a man after his God's own heart. So I thought, okay, Lord, so I am not perfect. Um, I will do wrong and stuff, but I need to allow the word of God to, you know, to deal with me and to work in me. And so I can repent where I've done wrong because I am not pe perfect. And we thank God that we live at a period of grace. So God hears when we come to him with a repentant heart. So I found myself being led then to thanksgiving rather than complaining. And from then on, the joy of the Lord uh, began, began to grow in me as I stopped complaining and stopped, um, you know, like maybe looking at others and envying others, wishing, oh, that was me. But where I am, where I was, beginning to thank God, I would have the joy of the Lord. The Bible says that the joy of the Lord is our strength. So as we have the joy, we have the strength of God. So looking into the word, in Psalm 92 verse 1, the Bible says it is good to give thanks. In Psalm 100 verse 4, the Bible says, enter into his gates with thanksgiving. Psalm 105 verse 1 says, oh, give thanks unto the Lord. So a lot of times we forget what the Lord has done and we focus on this one thing. There is a song that we sing that says, count your blessings, name them one by one. And it ends by saying that it will surprise you what the Lord has done. So I took that song and I thought, right, I need to remind myself from time to time what the Lord has done. So this is something we can all do to remind ourselves what the Lord has done for us. And that will remind us as well that he will do it again. He is still able and he never fails, amen. It is possible that even amongst us today, we may have lost jobs, like I said before, lost loved ones. So someone may ask, so Rose, what, is, what good can come out of that? Honestly, what someone may even say, what is, I have nothing to thank God for. I'm looking around and there's nothing for me to thank God for. I don't have a nice place to live in or whatever the case may be. We are here today. We thank God for the gift of life. We thank God to be counted among the living. We thank God that we, are, we have not lost our mind during this difficult time. We are still all there in our heads. It is a difficult time, but we can still thank God for the things, for provision, for healing. We've seen in, in our church, you know, testimonies of healing. We can thank God, you know, that our families, those who are still there, are still there. So there is a lot to thank God for. Amen. When we thank, the thing that I've, I've realized as well is when we thank God, when we give him glory and worship him, we position ourselves in the will of God. Amen. Um, <clears throat> so David, thanking God seven times a day, I was like, wow, you know, it doesn't mean we have to stop and kneel down and thank God as we are going about our daily business in our hearts, we can be thanking God. Sometimes if you have room where you are, you can open your mouth, maybe quietly and thank him. I do it in my heart with the type of job that I do. 
you know, otherwise they would say, oh, what's wrong with her? But because I am thanking God right through the day, honestly, as I do what I'm doing, it's what they see on your face. Because you have the joy. You know, when we are thanking God, there is something in us that just shows an expression that this person is happy. This person has joy. But it's from the inside and then it is expressed on the outward. Amen. So truly then when I began to do that, to thank God, even in difficult times, I found that I'm the one who is helped. It's not the other person, but it's myself that is helped. So being placed, uh, being at this place then allowed God to begin to work in my life and to um, break me, if you like, and um, yeah, just to show me his heart. It was a journey and it is still a journey. So um, yes, I do love to thank God. I do love to speak positively as well. My family will tell you I am known for um, watching words, <laughs> the words that I speak. So a life of thanksgiving, then brethren, builds faith in others, like I've already said. It qualifies us as well for another act of favor from God. It opens doors for God to bring more blessings to us. It brings wholeness to us, total deliverance. It brings down the glory of God in our lives. If we want to see wonders in our lives, let us continue to develop a heart of thanksgiving. So in Colossians 4 verse 2, the Bible says, continue in prayer and watch in the same with thanksgiving. Amen. Amos 4 5 says, offer a sacrifice of thanksgiving. So what is a sacrifice of thanksgiving? I understand it to be even when I don't feel like it, even when I have every reason under the sun not to do it, that I will do it anyhow. That is sacrificing, sacrifice of thanksgiving. If we want to see God work in our lives, let us thank him at all times. Hebrews 13, 15 says, let us offer this sacrifice of praise unto God, giving thanks unto his name. We all love God. We are all called according to his purposes. So when we look at Romans 8, 28, then we know this is for us that all things will of necessity work for our good. But we need to understand that we need to face these things sometimes and speak to them and tell them the word of God. Tell them how big our God is. Situation comes, face it and says, you, you will of necessity work for my good something good will come out of this. Amen. So let us hold on to his word and have unshakable faith in him. This will help us to thank him in everything. So we can all thank God for waking us up this morning. We are here, like I said, we bless him for it. So a word for someone here today. I really feel a sense that the Lord will want to say to someone today, behold, the Lord says, behold, I do a new thing. He says he will do a new thing. 
he says that it shall spring forth, shall you not know it? It is a word for someone here today. If this is your word, don't worry about how God is going to do it. Just walk into it with rejoicing in your heart. Lean on him and him alone. Also, as this is our last meeting for the next few weeks, let us remember that the Lord has promised never to leave or forsake us. So though we will not gather together, let us remember that he is with us. So we can still praise him and worship him as he is with us. Yes, we will miss gathering, but he is with us and he will not leave us. May I encourage us to remember this and to take time each day to praise and to worship him with thanksgiving in our hearts. God loves relationship with us. Let us enjoy spending time with him. God bless you all. Amen. So let's pray. If I can pray for us, if I may. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for loving us so much. We thank you, Father, that we can come to you. We thank you, Lord, that you are our God. We thank you, Father, that even when Adam and Eve had sinned in the Garden of Eden, you, the one who had been wronged, you are the one, again, who made a way for us to be reconciled back to you because you love relationship with us. Father, we thank you. We worship you. We bless you. We honor you. We thank you, Lord, that your word is true. We thank you, Father, that you are encouraging us and teaching us, my Lord and my God, to lean not unto our own understanding, but in all our ways to acknowledge you. My Lord and my God, I pray for us this morning, this afternoon, morning, my Father and my God, that you will continue to work in our hearts, that Lord, you will continue to, to break us at our strongest point, that Lord, you will continue to make us more and more like Jesus, that Father, you will have your way in our lives, that Lord, even as we won't be meeting, that Father will have this understanding and realization that we are not on our own, but you are with us always. So Lord, we want to thank you for that. We want to thank you, Lord, for loving us. We want to thank you, Lord, that you never change. You are true to your word. The Bible says you and your word are one. So when we study the word of God, Lord, it is you that we are taking in. So, Father, we worship you, we bless you, we honor you, we give you all the glory, we give you praise, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. Be glorified in our lives, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have worshipped. Amen.